the brothers Terry are family. Sadly, that does not mean they are family-friendly. This podcast almost certainly contains language that will offend their mother, and probably yours. Sorry, moms. Also, their opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. I think Russell should... You were late. I'm going to make you cue the theme song today. That's what you get for not being on time. And that's why I didn't get you a drink. Cue that theme song. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> So to, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> so I'm running out of physical traits to use for our intros. So we're gonna be stretching here. So everyone just just hang in. But I'm the oldest brother, Jamie, and my vision is poor enough that I need glasses to see things without squinting. But I won't like run into shit if I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> You're next on the list. I'm the youngest. I go last. You can go next. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the not blood brother, and my vision is great, but that's because I had LASIK. So I can see everything. If I blink enough, I can actually see uh, space. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Russ. I'm the youngest brother. I have perfect eyesight, except when I look around, I see little white and black spots. That doesn't sound very that's perfect, perfect then. <laughs> yeah. Eyeball cancer. I, Get that checked. I, I think it's just from all the alcohol. <laughs> ruins your vision. It's just permanently staying in my vision. Perfect. You're just so drunk, your vision's constantly blurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Southerners. Is that what's in your... You and the Irish. Is that what's in your big drink? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Good. that's water. Well, I mean, we did do our two shots of tequila and took off our pants before we started, so <laughs> here we go. So for housekeeping notes, I don't know why I always call them housekeeping notes, because they're not really housekeeping notes. They're like follow-up notes. Right, right, yeah. right. And the point of that story is i don't have any follow-up notes today i didn't uh i didn't listen to the last one of course not why so, would you listen to the podcast then I'm, come just, I'm on it i don't listen to it did you listen to the one you were on no yes, yeah i did. did i did <laughs> i actually was running out of air on the treadmill because i was laughing so hard last time so today we're lucky enough to have jesse back back by there it is that everybody said bring back those air horns yeah they didn't want me they wanted the sound i blew out my car speaker like our our <laughs> insurance premiums are going through the yeah. roof because we had to replace so many stereos from our listeners more listeners are like writing that down They're like hey can i actually call in and get a new one that's great <laughs> uh but yeah jesse's filling in again for steven steven will probably be back next time i'm just putting that out there i don't know if not it'll be me yeah, I, he's probably I know. been in Maybe, Italy probably. this whole time. Yeah, we might just have Jesse on as a permanent replacement. Uh, he just he fits bow, in the bow, chair. Bow, bow. <laughs> I don't, I don't bitch about the mic. <laughs> yeah, we give him the Mad Cat's headphones. And he, you guys should see my setup over here. It, it's the sad seat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> last time we had you on, we we started we dabbled in a little bit of scouts stories. Dabbled. That's a good word. We dabbled, and and we wanted to. You know what I dabbled a little bit in, in Scouts? Oh, oh, there it is. But I'm shame. <laughs> Guys, that's a joke. Or is it? Or is it? He's Prove winking. me wrong. You can't Prove see me him, wrong. he's winking. Yeah. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> so we thought today, with Jesse being back again, we would cover those Scout stories that we kind of uh, started down that trail. and <laughs> Scout trail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Knee slapper, get the fuck out. <laughs> Get out of so wait, this. here's here's my I think here's a good first question to start off on. Then, okay. how far did everybody make it in Scouts? I, okay, well, this is a great question. I made it to, I I, I was a life, which is, I did everything you needed minus one merit badge to move on to my Eagle Scouting. But did you do? And you never did the Eagle Project, right? I, I, I had no reason to because I was missing the one merit badge, and that's one of the stories I, I'll tell. That makes sense. Actually, that's a good place to for, for me to start, but before we do. So I made it to life. I was I was there as well. I, I was right before. I made it all the way to Eagle, except I didn't do the damn project because there was no way I was going to do the project. Not at all. Nope. The end. That's my story. My life, I believe. So we all are life. Life. Yeah, right before the Eagle. Everybody right. do the sign. 
we, not the shocker. Well, the best part. Remember from <laughs> last, yeah, that's week. right, or last <laughs> time. Shocker, not the shocker, which I just learned was a word and it had a name. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Shocker God. <laughs> and that's that's the new life symbol. So if you're in Scouts, no, if you're not. a Boy Scout and you're listening, do the shocker next yeah. time they ask for the Weeblo side. Also, if you're in Scouts, please stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> Where are your parents? No, you'll. You'll get Where your. Where are your parents? You'll get your cursing merit badge if you listen to <laughs> if you listen to our show. So the reason I I didn't do I didn't go any farther in my scouting career than life was because you needed to pass off all the requirements in order to I I was gonna say level up, but that's because I play a lot of video games. <laughs> but in order to you know move up the rank in the scouts, you need to hit those requirements. And generally in the beginning, it's merit badges. And I didn't want my swimming merit badge because I'm scared of water. So I didn't want to swim, and I tried so many different things to try and get out of it. And finally, when my scoutmasters realized this kid's genuinely afraid of water, we're never going to get his swimming merit badge, they said, okay, you need to write a letter and explain your situation um, to the president. And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. We need to get permission from the president. (laughs) And so I started drafting my letter to President Clinton (laughs) Because I'm too afraid. But he meant the fucking president of Scouts, the Scouts not organization the and not the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, my whole life, I believed, anyways, they, they were back and they said, no, it was some bullshit about bravery and overcoming fear. And it was ridiculous. I, I <laughs> Dear think it was Brother stupid. Terry, don't be a bitch. Yeah, that's Signed pretty much. Headmaster Scout. Signed man. President. Monica Lewinsky Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) So I was so pissed off because I'm genuinely afraid of water and I didn't want to. So anyways, my whole life I went on believing that this letter came back from President Clinton and I was telling Jesse the story one day. I was like, long time ago. Yeah. And I I never became a Eagle Scout because the president wrote me a letter and said that I have to get my swimming merit badge. And Jesse's like, the president of the United States? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He said, no, no, no. no. Maybe the president of the organization. It's like, shit. But if you do have a president letter from the president of the United States, even if you wrote back saying, hey, you're an idiot, I'm the wrong person, that's still cool. <laughs> but he never wrote you back. No. Did you ever mail the president of the United States a letter, or did you just... Oh, I I just wrote down what I was supposed to, and then I handed it off to my leaders. Oh, and then for they all laughed I and know, laughed They and probably laughed. just wrote you a, a letter themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly all, what happened. For all I know, it's like, uh, yeah, no, just go swimming. Because, <laughs> like, my scoutmaster just wanted to, like, hang out at the it, pool. If you cry in the water, nobody will know. <laughs> Maybe it would have been different for me, but I was in this weird age bracket where... Everyone in my surrounding area was either two years younger than me or two years older. So it was oh. just me, like, in my in my age range. Interesting. So oftentimes it was two leaders and Jamie right there, tying knots, uh, pretending to make a fire out of sticks. It was very boring. That would suck. That would suck. Yeah, because I, I was the age where, like, everybody was. Like, so my troop was, like, 15. Like, there was a lot of us. Damn. Same. Yeah, there, there was, like, a ton. And so we, we always were doing stuff together and hanging out, you know, and we were all growing up in the neighborhood. But so, yeah, I never, I never had the problem of like too few ever. Well, on a light day, there'd be eight of us. Like, did you learn how to swim? Did you get your swimming merit badge? Yeah, I got my swimming merit badge, but it was because I learned how to swim way before that. But we did all have to go to the pool and we had to like the Pleasant Grove pool. It was like new at the time. And we had to like dive in the water and we had to swim like one lap. I don't know. Lap, I guess like down one end of the pool and back. And we had to do two different strokes, like a front stroke on the way there and a backstroke on the way there or back. It was stupid, but yeah. So, but I knew how to swim from when I was like, when we were little, my mom, my mom can't swim. So she was like, you're all going to learn. And so we did when we were little kids, we went to mm-hmm. swim lessons every weekend. We went down to the Pleasant Grove high school and well, high school. No, it's by the it's high school. The Pleasant Grove store, the pool. It's, it's their neighbors. And how nice. we, so I went down there with the scouts as well to do those same things. And I remember because uh, the, my scout master at the time, I don't remember which age group I was. I was a little bit older at this point, not a kid anymore, but my scout master was like a, he thought he was like an Olympic swimmer. And he, so he was like diving in and like, he looked like fucking Aquaman as he's shooping through the water. And I just wanted like, to show off to the kids. Watch what I can do kids. Yeah. He like came out of the water. My and, wife doesn't <laughs> think this is cool anymore. Right. <laughs> so he thought he was like impressing me with his, breast strokes and whatever the hell he was doing. I don't even know. I don't do water. So he like came up out of the water and he's like, I'm going to teach you how to do that. And he's like this, uh, this fluffy bald guy. And 
all I remember thinking As is, all scout leaders you're are. not going to teach me anything because the only thing I could focus on was he had a booger hanging out of his nose. <laughs> it's the only thing I remember from the day, and it's all I could focus on. And any normal person would have been like, hey, bro, wipe off the right there. It's the worst part about swimming. Sneaky boogers. I just like. Sneaky right out of your nose. I just stood Stared at his booger. I never learned how to swim because I couldn't get over the fucking booger. And That's I was gross. like, oh, my God. So you can't swim because of his booger. Yeah. If he wouldn't have had a booger, I would have been able to swim. My life would have been totally different. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Wasn't your crippling fear to get in the water? <laughs> that didn't help. Now I have a crippling fear of boogers. <laughs> on top of the water. And people say, you want to go take a bath? You stink. No. And you just start thinking of boogers and water. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I think. It was a long time to get Jimmy to actually shower because the water touched him. <laughs> a lot of people make that joke, like, oh, are you afraid of showers? Once they find out I'm afraid of water, it's like, no, fucking, I'm afraid of water that goes over my head and kills me. I'm not afraid of water that dribbles and cleans me. And dribbles, so and all it, your shower heads are really, like, we just secure and yeah, Water pressure is way low here, but I love it. Perfect. It's not scary at all. <laughs> just washing your hair gets a little, little terrifying. Oh, yeah. Other than that, you're fine. If it ever, like, I almost drowned in the shower once. That's a true story. Oh, my God. <laughs> How so do you even do that? I know, right? So you waterboarded yourself? Pretty much. Perfect. I would always fall asleep in the shower because I would take my head and I'd lean it against the walls and I'd let the water just run down my back and it was nice and warm. It was great. Sometimes I would fall asleep. It was a miracle I never like fell over. Right. But one time I fell asleep and the water started like pouring over my head. And so as I was breathing in the water, I started choking on it and I had a dream I was drowning. And so I woke so up you- like... Kind of drowning. I was. It's kind of drowning. I don't in know the how you do because I'm going to tell this story. It has nothing to do with scouts. Okay. But <laughs> me and Jamie have lived together a lot over the last years. Um, and in his bathroom, there was always one single handprint over the toilet. <laughs> On the back of the toilet, there was one single handprint, and it was like this just dirty handprint that was just there. I was like. I have a question. <laughs> First of all, how is there a handprint behind your toilet above it? And Jamie's like, oh, for when you sleepy pee. Say, excuse me? Sleepy bee's like, yeah, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you need to pee, you stumble into the bathroom, just get in there, and you can close your eyes, and if you lean your hand against the wall, you can hold yourself up and kind of sleep a little while you pee so you don't lose your sleepy. I remember being horrified. So now every time I'm at Jamie's house that we don't live together, I'm always looking for the sleepy pee hand. Alicia was in the bathroom. She's like... What the hell is this on the wall? <laughs> There's it, the sleepy, the sleepy pee, the sleepy pee hand. Anyway, so that's a thing. If anybody ever, some of you out there are going, that is a great idea, and some of you out there are going, that is disgusting. So me being afraid of water, though, bringing it back to the, the non-peeing. Wrap episode. it back to scare. <laughs> yeah, pee episode. It's next month. <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. Oh, Tune I'm, in. Uh, nope. Can I do an assy real fast though? Sure. I have. Russell always asks to do an assy, and then he vapes like a motherfucker. <laughs> He's just hitting it like. I'm hungover. It helps me feel better. Yeah, I can always tell the nights or the mornings of the podcast that you're a little more extra hungover. So you're a lot more quiet. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, your story comes pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you get your second wind for a minute, but yeah. then you go right back to being hungover. The liquor kicks back in, and then it's like, wait, we're done. So as I'm, I'm, afraid of, I'm afraid of water, and another mayor badge we had to get. So there's this, like, day camp, one of those... Uh, this one was a weekend thing, but you know how they get all the scouts together at a thing, and then they have different stations. Like the jamboree type stuff. Yeah, yeah, jamboree. That's what it's called. I couldn't remember for the life of me. Yeah, I, I don't know if this one was at Maple Dell, but yeah, a lot of the jamborees happen at the Maple Dell. Yeah. yeah. You have little stations, you rotate through, and it was one of those... Archery. Yeah, it's you always one the of them. archery <laughs> and... Toggle bead making because I guess that's a scout thing for some reason. It's a very important survival skill. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Toggle those beads. So we're at one of those type of deals, and one of them was for rowing. And I was like, I I have no interest of getting in a rowboat and going out in the middle of a lake. Like, absolutely not. But you go and they time you, and it was like, I don't want to do that. I have no interest in sitting in the middle of a lake. I'm scared of the water. But this is one that my dad was at with us. And he was like, no, it's fine. Get in the boat. Get your badge. Just go row for the 10 minutes or whatever you got to do. Just go do it. Like, stop. We're not playing this I'm scared of the water game. You're fine. Grow up. <laughs> like, okay. So I got in the boat. Crying. <laughs> he puts on his life jacket. That's pretty much how I felt. But yeah. I was so out there. 
are so long out there that he left. He just bolted <laughs> after it. Even, even some of the leaders were like, okay, make it happen. And when you get back, we'll give you your badge. It's like, son of a bitch. But the only reason we were able to even get out in the middle of the lake is because they paired us up. So my partner was the one who rode us out there. Oh. And so I'm trembling in fear in the middle of this lake, like, oh, you can't barely move. And, you know, you've been in a rowboat. It's very shaky. Wibbly, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're, like, getting up to switch spots to change rowers. And so I couldn't move. When it was my turn to row us back, couldn't, couldn't fucking move. I was paralyzed with fear. But it's funny. And so the kid who was with me was just like, hey, I can swim. I'm going to jump out of this boat and just swim back. I'll leave you out here. Row us back. I'm not doing it. I just rowed us all the way out here. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I can't do it. Row me back. You don't leave me here. And he was like, no, I'm not. I said, I'll punch you in the face. Like, I'm going to punch you. And he was like, punch me. So he's like laughing at me. And so I was I was fueled with fear and rage. And fury. And so I reached back and I cocked my fist and full force swung it at his face and totally like brushed the tip of his nose with my fingers. And I that was like my punch, so to speak. Oh, my gosh. Totally didn't punch this kid. And he was just laughing. And I'm sitting there. Oh, my gosh. In angry tears and fear and just scared in the middle of this boat. And so he's like, you call that a punch? And so this kid's just like making fun of me in the middle of this boat. And so <laughs> I break down crying. And he's like, oh, my God. And he rows us back to shore. And I stormed off way pissed. Like, I'm going to tell your dad you were crying. He goes, you tell whatever you want. <laughs> he already knows I'm a little bitch. <laughs> and so normally when I tell that story, I don't tell the honest version. I always tell how I punched him in the face and he rowed us back to shore. He, he cried as he, he rowed did, you back to shore. So he did a full flip, landed in the rowing seat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'd never tell that story if it were mine, but that's fine. Well, that's the thing. You I've, open and honest. I've told that story to a lot of people, so I knew it was a repeat story. But that, if you've heard that story before, you go, that sounded that's, a little different. That's because that was the honest version of that, that story. A different. I was like, I was such a little sissy around water. I'm a lot better now. You were going to come boating that one time. <laughs> yeah, see how much braver I am? <laughs> he didn't show up. Uh, but yeah, he's getting better. Hey, you were gonna come play at the lake. You probably would have. I don't know if you would have gotten on the boat or the the raft, but you would have. Or not raft. The tube. Tube. Thank you. Yeah. But oh. you. But we had that like floating raft thing that was only a little ways out there. You could have walked too. There was no swimming needed. <laughs> you would have got on that. That was fun. Yeah, I would have. And I would. I've I've done a tube before. Have you? One tube. Because okay. our stake president, he was driving the boat. He swore. I said, I, he pro- I promise I won't flip it. And I was like, I'm not gonna do it. My mom was like, I'll do it with you because my mom was there. It's like, okay, if mom's on it, I know he's not going to flip it with my mom on. And he didn't flip the tube, and we had so much fun, and then I've never done it since. <laughs> Is that at Powell? Uh, yep, Lake Powell. Yeah. I, I never did you scout things at no, Powell. I, I just did a few things there. Was that a scout trip, or was that like a, like was, a just a ward trip? Uh, so it was a, a youth trip. So young men where your mom young was, women. yeah, to where mm-hmm. your mom was there. That's what I was wondering. Because did you guys did you guys do the father and son scout stuff? Did you guys ever do any of those? Oh, yeah. We did a lot of those. I was about to say, my, my dad, because my dad loves scouts. He never would do like the, uh, he never wanted to be like a leader. They'd ask him, like, hey, you want to be a scout leader? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. I don't even want to spend time with my kids, let alone all of your kids. <laughs> uh, but no, he would always go with us. He loved the, the father and son stuff, except for we were not as active in the church as we could have been. Um, we were for a really, for, for a while we were. And then by the time I hit like end of junior high, uh, we stopped going. We just became inactive, but we still like did the scout things and you know some of the ward activities and things here and there. Well, the and fun just, stuff. Yeah, and just to go <laughs> here in Utah, they combined like the church stuff with scouts. Yep, completely. It was, it was like one and the same. Yeah, yeah. They were that's, that's different now as of like a few months ago. Really? Yeah. I was about to say yeah because I remember it was very much the same. Um, like we held all of our meetings in the church house and everything. Yep, like, that's common. Yep. Yeah. So, but we we did all the father and sons, and my dad would always go, and we had this really old trailer where uh, it was like, I mean, like really old. Like it was, it didn't have like a bathroom in it. Like it had a closet and you could put a porta potty in there. Like it was like old. And like you could open the oven and turn it on to like heat it. Like not like our trailers now. Like me and my family, we have nice, like we camp luxurious. Like mom and dad has a fireplace and like that's not what we had then. So we're in the Bronco. My dad had this old Bronco. I mean, back then I guess it wasn't quite as old. And we're going to this father and sons and everybody else is there in like tents. There's like three families with trailers and everyone's like, well, no, everybody has to bring a tent. And I was like, the hell I do. <laughs> hooked up the trailer and away we went. Because they were saying, well, if anybody with trailers, we're just telling them to go over there. And we're like, there's the weeds are as tall as the trailer. And they're like, yeah. 
okay, you know, dad, like, oh, I brought my trailer. I'm going to use it. So away we went. The Bronco was quite lifted. Like it was total redneck Bronco. And these weeds came clear up to the front of the Bronco, like to where you couldn't see anything. So me and dad are driving and I had... My parents would swear from time to time, shit damn hell, you know, nothing terrible. And we're driving through these weeds and we can't see anything, we can't see anything. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're just talking and we're kind of looking around for a good spot to park it. And all of a sudden, wham, we hit something so hard that everything just stopped. Like we hit it and just everything stopped. Like as I remember as we kind of lunged forward in our chairs and fell back. By the time we came up, fell back, we dead went, fuck. <laughs> like, I still to this day remember how that came out because it was ugh, ugh. and we got out and there was this huge huge stump that we had hit and uh, so we got out and we're like looking and we're like damn like we again we didn't hit a hard like no damage to the car anything just it just sudden stop because we were going so solid down. Like, oh, that's weird so back out we go around and we go park over here so me and dad are in the trailer and we're making our sandwich ignoring the rest of the scout camp like we're just kind of doing we're camping basically me and dad are having a great time and we're making our sandwich and there's windows and we can see out and all of a sudden we can hear and we're like what the hell is that and we look out and some guy has got his truck in his trailer he hit the stump and instead of like backing up and going around it like we did he's going over it oh so he's got his God. trailer like high centered on this stump and he's just trying to drag it off and that's one of my scout stories that i just remembered right now because <laughs> you got a sandwich and, that yeah, guy me, got and we literally me and dad just ate sandwiches and watched that guy being high centered and dad just kept, what a dumbass <laughs> we're just eating our sandwich <laughs> like we we're just making fun of this random guy eating our sandwich and Every time we saw him out walking around or something, I'd be like, that's the guy. <laughs> and when Jesse asked if our, if our dad, you know, did the scout stuff with us, you're, it's real hard for people to hear you shake your head no on a podcast. Yeah, so that's cool. oh, yeah. put that in the mouth for him. I said yes. <laughs> and uh, no for me. Dad, he used it all on you. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. He was is, smart enough think, not to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was just like, oh, that was dumb. He must, he must have burned it all out with me. Absolutely. Yeah. He, I don't. I don't know if he just after hanging out with you and Steven at all those things was just like fuck this shit. I'm not doing this anymore. Or if I was just too much. I don't know. No, I'm sure he was done. Yeah. Like yeah. after doing scouts, I look back and I'm like, I would never do that again. I enjoy camping. I enjoy the outdoors. <laughs> I enjoy hiking, swimming, fishing. Like I really do. I enjoy all of that. I think it's a blast. Like I will make time to go do it. I would never do scouts over again. Not in a million years. Well, like you said, like, yeah, I'll go with my kids, but I'm like going with yeah. a bunch of your shitty kids. Yeah, like, right. No yeah. way. I just think I ruined it for you because I think dad was like, no, I don't want to go sit on the shore while one of my kids is sitting <gasps> I don't want to be the guy the with the crying bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it, just oh, in case. No. Your poor dad. So you've got the thing that everybody always does. Once, Once. I was waiting twice. For the, I've got stories here. Here is where my stories yep, come in. I, I knew you'd have a few. Yep. Because you're dumb enough to do it the first time. You don't know any better. And then the second time, you don't remember it being that bad, so you go. You never go the first time. Or you just think you just screwed up so bad the first time that you... The second time's got to be better. You learned. You're you're better now. Wrong. Negative. Wrong. That's the Klondike. Wrong, wrong. Yes. The snow one? Yes. There is nothing worse. I, I still, like, I get cold whenever anyone says that word. Like, it can be July and I'm outside and something like, did you ever do the Klondike? Like, I just shiver from the fear of... I hated it. I hated it. I took the high road on my Klondike and me and Ron left. <laughs> I actually love that. <laughs> yeah. So is that a story or was that the end? <laughs> I, I mean, we went and Ron only had uh, pants. He only had Levi's. And so he Nothing was, else? He just, just Ron pants, no boots, <laughs> no socks, pants no shirt. glasses. He was wearing skate shoes, jeans, and then a, I guess a shitty snowboarding jacket. And that was all he had. And this had to have been his first Klondike. Yeah. And you we, don't know any better. No. no. He thought he was going to be cool, and so he was building a snow cave all night, and then, you know, at about 11 o'clock, he could not move. He was frozen. Has no. He had, like, a sleeping bag that was from Walmart that was for, like, 30-degree weather, so yeah, it wasn't it, even... It's for your, like, going camping in yeah. a tent in July, not Klondike. Yeah, and so I, I personally wasn't doing too bad. I was actually pre- I, pretty prepared, but when they were like, we're going to take Ron home, he's pretty bad. I was like, oh, me too. Oh, because <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to be out there in the cold. I'd want to go home and sit in my bed and play some video games. So right? that's what I did. Where yeah. it's warm, there's a heater there. And the kids that stayed, we heard story, well, terrible stories when they woke up and had to take a poop or a pee in the morning. They'd do it next to the fire and everyone had to turn around and look away because they couldn't. Cause like, it's so cold. Yeah, it was freezing. <laughs> 
No, so can I tell mine? Can I do? Can yeah, I, yeah. So my first Klondike, I we we as a troop left early, like the, our whole entire scout group. So like I had this tent, and I remember I don't remember a lot from the first one because again we were only there. I don't even think we spent the night. I think we went up for the day. Um, we didn't take tents or anything because we just were going to go up and compete because there was a big snowstorm or something coming in. And I just remember it being terrible and I hated every second of it. Like I got home and I told my mom, I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm never going to do that again. And she was like, oh, well, you don't have to. You did it. You got your badge. Ah. You're right. You're right. I'm good. Well, there was always this little bit of a phase where me and my my brother, Jake, were in the same troop because we're, we're two years yep. apart. Steven and so, me as well. So there'd just be like a little bit of a minute where we'd be in the same one, like a, like a half of a year. So it just happened that the, you know, the next year came around and this was the half of the year that Jake was, uh, in the same troop as me in the same age group. And, you know, me and all my friends were the, the older ones. So we, you know, we're right out of the troop. We were having fun. We were just being stupid all the time. So we're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So anyway, Jake says, yeah, I want to go. And you know, you should come with me. That'd make it better. Like, yeah. Okay. All my friends are going, I'll, I'll go. So I'm a little bit more prepared this year, right? So this year we, we are spending the night. So we got a new tent. Uh, my parents bought us a, like a two man tent, like the ones that were, they're not like round dome. They're like elongated, like they're like a little bit bigger at the, the front. And then they get really super skinny and narrow down at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Like, so they're, but really small, like they call it a two man tent, but it's like a one and a half man tent. And I'm really tall. Like I came out of the womb at six foot. So like, I don't <laughs> fit in this even at the age, the ripe age of like 13, 12, whatever I was. So anyway, so we go, we get up there, we've got dad's mummy bags from the military, so they're rated for like negative 50, like they're awesome. Uh, so we've got dad's military mummy bags, we've got our own tent, because we didn't, weren't going to sleep in the group one, like I'd learned from the year before, I got these brand new, really badass to me, because it was the early 90s moon boots, and so I was going to be warm, because I got these big, you know, the big poofy marshmallow moon boots, and Jake had, I don't remember, I don't remember, Jake's problem, so I, I had my <laughs> moon boots, and I had my coat, and my and with snow pants, and like we were ready. Like we were going to be warm and we were, we were pretty fine. Well, so the first night we're there, um, there's this huge, I don't, I, I, I want to say it was like an ice skating rink or something. And there was like big snow berms up the side and there was a huge snowball fight in there. And everybody was at this snowball fight. And I was like, yeah, it's super fun. So we're at this snowball fight and we're just having a great time and laughing and laughing and laughing. And I get an, I, I get a snowball in my eyeball open. So oh like my, my eye is open and I have really large eyes. If you've ever met me, some would say bug like, um, and boom, right in the eyeball. And I go blind. Like I can't see out of that eye. And so I'm 12 year old and super dramatic. So I am just screaming. I'm blind. I'm blind. And, and all these kids are laughing and I'm like, no, but seriously, like I couldn't see, I couldn't see, like, poo, 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 getting pelted with snowballs. And I'm like, Ugh. So like Jake comes over and he's like, what? What do you mean you're blind? And I'm like, look at my eyes all red and like water and ice is falling out of me. He's like, oh my god! And so we like <laughs> go over to like the they had like a nursing, like they had like a station that was set up for like the people that ran the camp and it was like inside all shut down and closed for the night. Like so you couldn't find the nurse, you couldn't. Oh nothing. my god! So I'm just like walking around holding my eyeball and it, you know of course my vision came back and it wasn't that bad. But so anyway, that's how we like started the thing and then. That night, we all went to bed, and it's freezing cold. Like, no matter what you bring or do, you're going to freeze. So me and Jake are, like, huddled up in our, our bags just shivering. I don't think we slept at all that night. The wind was blowing like crazy. So anyway, we all wake up the next morning. We're all freezing cold, and we're around the fire. And I am my feet are so cold. Like, they hurt. They're so cold. So I was like, no, I'm just going to put my boots up by the fire, and they'll warm up. It'll be fine. So I put my boots up by the fire, and they're starting to get warm. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, it had been forever, and I couldn't find – finally, I'm feeling – I'm finally feeling my toes again. And and we're all just talking and kind of eating breakfast and stuff. And, and I've still got my feet up by the fire. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is finally getting warm. Like, I can feel my feet. This is so great. And so they're like, okay, it's time to go do, like, the part of the Klondike that you go do is, like, the race. Like, the Klondike race. Like, that's the reason you go. Yeah. And you've got the sled and all that. And so anyway, and I'm one of the... I'm in the first lap and the, the last lap. I'm one of like the runners, the ones that pull it. And so I'm all excited and I've been, I've been looking forward to this. And oh, I can feel my feet, so I'm totally going to win this. And I stand up and instantly my feet are frozen again. It's like, what the hell? And I look at him. I had melted the entire bottom of my moon boot <laughs> off. So it was just the tops and sock. And my sock was what was hitting the ground. So I went to my scout leader and was like, I melted my boots. He's like, you did what? And I was like, my moon boot. And I held it up. He's like, oh my gosh. So he went to his truck and got duct tape and we just duct taped around them as many times as we could to insulate the best we could. He's like, okay, you're good. 
Of course, I have no traction. It's duct tape in the right? snow. In the snow. <laughs> I was, I was like, uh, brother, we'll call him Bob. We won't say his real name. I'm like, brother Bob, I do not know how I'm going to be able to run anymore. And he's like, oh no, 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 watch. And he like bent some of the the tape back so it would create like little ridges. <laughs> like that, that was going to work. And he told me he's like, this will be better than shoes. Like totally lying to me. Like obviously it wasn't. Like he wanted to see you eat shit. He, no. <laughs> He's like, we're going to hurt this kid. No, and so I was like, okay, okay, I can do it, I can do it. Literally, so we go over, we grab the thing. The first step I took, boom, I'm down on the ground. <laughs> like, my whole troop is pissed because they're all running, and I'm just, like, laying there trying to get back up in my zero traction, now duct tape moon boots that is freezing. Like, of course, there's no insulation on the bottom. Oh, like, my feet sure. are, like, froze. But anyway, so we did that, and I went home, and my parents were pissed at a ruined brand new moon boots, and they're, because they came home, and they were all tipped, and they're like, what the hell? And I was like, I belted them. <laughs> Parents okay, like, they fixed idiots. Them, yeah, don't worry. Look, Bob, look at the traction they got down. With as much duct tape as we used in Scouts, I'm surprised there's not a duct tape merit badge. There probably is now. <laughs> Someone like, finally was like, you know what we need? One of the coolest things I ever did in Scouts was build a wallet out of duct tape. Yeah. Remember that duct tape wallet? Oh, yeah. It smelled like duct tape. I nasty. actually I, I, I found on purpose a best friend that made those so I could have one. And he made me the duct tape wallet. And I was so thrilled about my duct tape wallet. Well, now that I know that Scouts. you can make a duct tape wallet, I'm a little upset because we were already friends. Oh, the amount of duct tape wallet of mine you want is none. Oh, okay. <laughs> mine's, a, mine's a duct tape coin purse at best. Oh, okay. No, his had like the little screen where you could put your, your license in. You could see through. Like, oh, so that's a legit. Clear oh, yeah. He like, you got like a cash slot, credit card slots. I didn't have credit cards back then. Good but Lord. No, I, had, it was awesome. I took a quarter and I wrapped some duct tape around it. And I'm like, duct tape coin purse, Oh, bitch. my gosh. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But anyway, uh, that's but why it, I did the Klondike twice. It's funny you mentioned getting hit in the face with a snowball. No, the eyeball. In yeah, the eyeball. The eyeball. Different. There was rules, no snowball fights. When when I went, that was that was a very serious rule that they were strict about. No, I, I because, wrote a letter. Yeah, you should see the letter I wrote. Kids got hit <laughs> the kids in got the eyeball when they're getting hit in the eye with snowballs. But oh. every time, of course, leaders would turn around, poof, snowball yep. on the side of the head yep. every time. And so I just remember, like, I hate this. I'm in hell. I was not a good throw. This I was is not a good dodge. <gasps> this is just frozen water. Exactly. I don't like water. I was just gonna say that. I don't even have my swimming mirror badge. This is awful for me. What if this melts really quickly? It's like every Klondike is just kids getting pelted in the face with snowballs yep. and bloody carnage everywhere. It's just like it's like a civil war, a frozen oh. civil war. Our snowball fight was huge, but it was after dark, and I don't remember there That's being a rule. That's even worse. Oh yeah, because well, but the the like the ice rink thing had like a big had a couple of big lights in it that like shot down, so like you could see for the most part, you know. But yeah, it was a huge snowball fight. Like everybody was there. Like there were scout masks. Rah-ha! Like there was everybody was in this scout like in this <laughs> snowball fight. But there was no rules. It was the well, early. 90s. And like I mentioned, there was a big age gap. And so I always would, they would generally have me tag along with the older crew and they were dicks. They were assholes. Captain didn't quite punch him in the face. Captain asshole <laughs> who was in the boat with me. He was one of those older kids. Um, but they were teaching me stuff like, oh, when you put a snowball together, if you put a rock in the middle. Oh my gosh. And like what shit like that. Fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is a murder. Yeah. yeah. This is a murder. Crunch up this ice and put it in this snowball and watch how much better it does. Yeah. But seriously though. Kids are like, get an icicle, put it through it. Yeah. Right. Shit. Throw it pointy end out. Yep. If you get a good spiral on it, it just digs right into their heart and you can watch them slowly bleed out and you write your name in the blood. Yeah. Then you've got your hunting mirror badge. Good work. Their opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. So I'm always joking about who would be brave enough to advertise on this podcast. And I guess, well, the answer is we're brave enough. I've got Jesse here with me. He's been a guest on our show before. He and I were traveling at the beginning of the year with our families. We took a vacation together. And while we were sitting at the airport, we were talking about how it should be easier for people to be able to afford to travel. It was one of those conversations like, oh, wouldn't this idea kind of be cool? And to be honest, I didn't think much of it after that. But when we boarded the plane, Jesse sent me a text message before we even hit the runway. And he said, hey, why don't we make this a thing? And we did. We created what's called Sorefair. So Jesse, tell us about Sorefair. So really what's cool about Sorefair is you're able to purchase uh, flights basically with points. Our biggest thing when we were sitting there in the airport is that we wished we could travel more and go do more things, but we hated paying $300, $400, $500 for a flight on top of everything else. So you build up these points through a subscription-based model so that you can purchase a flight when you're ready. Like a Netflix subscription, but for traveling. So instead of watching things on TV to see the world, you're actually seeing the world. It's a great way to slowly be able to put $20, $50, $100, $200, whatever 
whatever you've got available aside for travel so that when you're ready, your flight's ready to go because you've got the money set there to, to take that trip. Soarfare is a great way to get there. Make sure you guys check us out online at www.soarfare.com. So I always thought that was so crazy, just putting a whole bunch of kids together in oh, snow yeah. fields and then telling them, don't have a snowball fight. Yeah, that's going to go well. <laughs> Tell Jesse's laser-eyed vision how well that went for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Scouts of America owes me some money. You should probably write to Dear President Clinton. Dear President Clinton. <laughs> Good job. Get reimbursed for your LASIK. Clinton did well. He he got a little. He kept got a little money back in our budget and got a little on the side. He was working hard all angles. Well, I don't know if you guys ever did this one, but when they realized the Klondikes aren't working out, they had one where they... No, what do you was, mean that they didn't They realize the Klondikes were working out? They still do the Klondike. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Every year, the, the, the head leader's like, we had to do it, so I'm going to make the next group. <laughs> it probably is just trickle-down torture. Yes. So, well, they there has to be some leaders out there that thought, well, I'm not going to go in... in for snow and the cold they did the opposite where they had a big jamboree in the middle of the desert so in the utah west oh. desert see i never did any of the west desert stuff i just remember thinking it was so weird because when they said we were going camping yeah it's gonna be really cool there's like sand dunes and stuff we went out to wherever the hell it was i'm sure down southwest somewhere in utah nothing it was flat as shit it was just <laughs> sand and cactus and i'm looking around like there's nothing here. And it was just, it was hundreds of kids. It was not like... Weird. Yeah, it was It was not one of those little local things. There were hundreds and hundreds of people from multiple states. And it was, I remember it being a big thing and they talked it up so big. There was just hundreds of people in Cactus. That's all I remember. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to die in the middle of the fucking desert. And then big old army trucks, the big old water trucks full of oh water. Gosh. Just like, I don't know, 50, 60 of them started just driving down the path and we were all just standing there just kids with nothing to do just watching <laughs> these big water trucks drive by and starting to form like random squares all around just miles of desert weird and then it was like okay everyone pick a water truck and that's where you're gonna set up camp yeah camp next to it it's like okay but i just remember fucking melting out there oh, i bet but it was so hot and one leader we were with he was a little prepared so we we were getting base camp together and all of our guys set up our tents in our little area near our designated water truck uh, and he said, okay, I brought an air conditioner, so let's hook it up to our like pavilion tent that we shared during the day. Um, but it needs a battery. So Jamie, go to my truck and get my battery. Just bring it over. It's like, okay, so I'm into the back of the truck and I'm walking and it's not like, oh, I went around the corner to his truck. It was in the fucking parking lot down <laughs> miles away oh through the desert. So I hike all the way out there. I pick up this giant battery that no 10-year-old kid right. should be able to manage on his own. And so I'm like holding it against my side and I'm trying to wibble wobble my way back the miles across the desert. So I'm like dehydrating and of course I fall over because I'm tired and the battery's heavy and I'm so pissed. But finally I get it, get it back to him and I set it down and my leg was burning. Well, this fucking battery was leaking oh my battery gosh. acid down the side, and it had melted my shorts. And so the only pair of shorts that I brought for this entire trip... Was now eaten. Was now eaten away from battery oh acid. Oh, my God. Melted my shorts. <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, I should have told you that it was a shitty battery, and it was kind of melting. I was like, okay, these are like the only... Thanks. These are the only shorts I had, and they were, it was it was torn enough, and there was like acid on it. It was burning my leg that oh I gosh. wanted to change out of them, but I only had pants. They said, bring pants for the night. It gets cold. Sure. So, but now in the day, I'm hot and Melting. sweating. And it's Melting. disgusting. Yeah. So my junk's all chafing because of the sweat. And I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Then at night, they were soaked through from the sweat. So now I'm freezing with my wet pants. All just because this guy wanted a battery for the air conditioner that he never got to work, by the way. Oh. So I carried that battery for miles for no reason. What kind of guy... Sends a 10-year-old kid to get a battery, obviously. Yes, it was the 90s. It's fine. But what kind of guy wants to power a tent for lots of lots of children with a shitty battery to start with? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually I mean, a good It's going to be safe. Yeah, everyone come on in. It's going to be rad. Right? You don't want to use the nice battery. Well, yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's all remember, though. Like, how many of us went to scare camps and they were like, okay, lights out. And then we all went and jumped over the fire. Like, make it as big as you can and jump over it. Like, <laughs> right? there was nothing smart about scouts. Like, we don't need to learn how to tie knots or make fires. It's 2019. Like, no. that's, that's, that's the thing. We have, a, we have a certain stick you put in there that you just... 
blow on and it starts on fire and now you have fire. <laughs> like, just add water. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we don't need those kind of skills anymore as much. Well, but like, what about the end of the world? We're going to die. Like, that's what's going to yeah. happen. Like, it's fine. That's what the end of the world means is not that you need these skills. It's that you're dead. Um, so I just, it's always so funny to me because, yeah, Scouts was just a bunch of horny, Awkward teenagers doing stupid things. Yeah, that, and that's it always, always and it always involved the fire. Always peeing on it. Yep, we were either peeing you on it, pee on the fire, jumping over it, seeing how tall we could get it, and and jumping through it, and who could jump through the highest. And like there was always a point. Where I was like, "Okay, guys, I'm done jumping over the fire now." And they're like, "What?" And then they'd all do it, and then they start their pants on fire. Right. We're oh god, don't tell the scout scout leader. Don't tell don't tell brother blah blah. We always thought we were like fucking Chef Ramsay with that fire too. Like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna cook everything we can. We like you know crisped up an Oreo and just melted and fell apart. But it, but you pick it up out of the dirt and you eat it. It's like it's so good. You toast a Skittle and you're like, look how good a this Starburst. is. Look what I invented. Starburst. Starburst. Yeah. God. Wrap so it good. up in the foil. Look what I invented. Like, yeah, kids just think they're so inventive <laughs> with their fire. I'm like, all you did was fucking melt a Starburst. Like <laughs> this is nothing groundbreaking. Stick it in a microwave. You're gonna get the same effect. Did you guys? Did you guys ever do the the week long one? Like the week, like it, everybody from all over the world is what it felt like came, and it was like they had like a pond, like that you could go canoeing and rowboating, and there was a pool, and one they had like an event every once a week, like it was a week long, and you would try to catch a goldfish. They put a goldfish into this chlorine filled pool, so like this goldfish <laughs> ain't going fast, but if you caught it, you won a hundred bucks, and like uh, you'd go down to like every troop would make meals for so many troops in the area or something like one was in charge of dinner one was in charge of breakfast and it was like it was huge like there was tons of people did you guys ever do this one this sounds familiar it was huge I was and probably crying next to the goldfish but the goldfish can't swim either yeah that was one of the best and most awkward camps I've ever been to so also in scouts I'm just gonna we're gonna just we're gonna leave it at this this will be the topical story in scouts you see more balls than you've ever needed to see <laughs> And it's a very well-known... I knew at that time that I had feelings for boys. I just remember thinking... feelings for those balls. Right? I just remember thinking, they should make an adult scout. And then we had the BGC, so they kind of did. (laughs) The BGC, for those of you who don't know, is the big gay campouts. Um... That is a different story for never. Yeah, um, we, we learned different skills. Yeah, we worked yes. on different merit badges yes. at the BGC. Yes. Those badges were fabulous. Uh, no. So, but anyway, so when you're sending your kids to scouts after the age of like 12, 13, just know it's less innocent. Um, but anyway, so we uh, we all went skinny dipping, but not in the lake, in the pool. So we were like, let's sneak out and go like just swim in the pool naked. And I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> so <laughs> we did that and we actually didn't get caught for the the skinny dipping in the pool which was wild because like lights came on at the pool and stuff like it had like a like when you walked in the light came on and there's a bazillion scouts with a bazillion scout leaders like right. it's not like just our one scout scout troop that we like snuck away with and for fine there's like a thousand of them and all these people that work there and never got caught for that um oh, there's one more one other thing that happened to that Oh, we got in a fight. We beat the hell out of some kid. Oh, God. No, yeah, no. It was So I was... <laughs> if any of you have ever seen little pictures of Justin, like, I was a little teeny tiny scrawny thing, and I am a lover. I am not a fighter. <laughs> and so I was always... I was just very nerdy looking, but I hung out with a lot of the cooler kids. Like, I was always very social. I had lots of friends. But I was very nerdy and weak and small, and, like, in Scouts, that's the guy you go get. And so I remember there was this troop, and they were just kind of like up and around the corner from us and they were just picking on me and picking on me there was this one kid that just wouldn't leave me the fuck alone and like throwing rocks at me and throwing sticks at me and yeah knock it off what are you gonna do cry like I just remember and this kid was 14 times my size of course everyone was I'm tall but I'm little and my best friend at the time he was in like wrestling and he played football and like he was like he was freaking jacked as a kid like he was just always super strong and I always in fights all the time always and he turned to this kid and he said do you want me to beat the shit out of you? And we're like little kids, so saying shit's like a big deal. Oh. And this little kid was just like, well, what are you going to do? Make your friends going to cry. Uh. He goes, oh, is he? And he ran over and tackled him and just started beating oh, the shit out of him. He's like, stop, stop, stop. He's like, you just got to learn. And he's just beating, just wailing. And this kid's just crying. Anyway, he left me alone the rest of the trip. But <laughs> I swear, like all of ours, in all of my trips, seem to involve water and torturing me with water somehow. Like... I remember I was I was the fire starter. I was really good at starting the fires. Anti-water, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to combat that water. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so I was getting this fire going. Um, 
it's, so I'm, I'm, I'm all up in it. And it's, when you're, when you're, okay, when you're lighting a fire, it really comes down to the airflow. And I had really good airflow in my lungs because of all my years of choir. Mm. And so you could really, I could just like keep blowing out for, you know, for a long time. And that's really what made the fires ignite. So it was really good at that. So I'm deep in this fire. I'm trying to get it going again. We, it died down for the evening. I'm trying to get this fire going. So I'm deep breaths in and I had uh, sucked up a whole like lung full of ash on one, oh my of, my, one of my intakes of breath. And so it, it started to like, it like got caught in my front and then I started coughing and then I was choking and then I was about ready to barf up my hundred hot dogs that I had just eaten about an hour before. And so I was sitting there hacking, coughing. We had set up camp right next to a river. And so as I'm coughing and trying not to vomit up my hot dogs, I kind of like stumble backwards. So there's like a tree behind me. But what I didn't realize is it wasn't a tree. It was a bush. And bush was right on the edge of a cliff river that fell down into the river. Oh, no. So I tumbled backwards head first into this fucking river that we had set up camp <laughs> next to. Yeah. And so I totally shit. And everybody is just dying because they know I'm scared of water. So at this point, I am flailing and panicking oh and my my kicking and I'm trying to scramble back up the up the little cliff line. And so once they finally catch their breath from laughing, they come <laughs> there and, and pull me out. And I'm fucking covered in mud from head to toe. I am just all in mud and now I'm freezing and miserable the whole night. And then that was it. No more fire for them. If they're going to laugh at me, I just get any more fire. I just want to point out that almost every single one of our scout stories have ended up with, and then I was miserable. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was miserable. The most misery though is the Klondike. We already covered it. (laughs) (laughs) Check. I mean, I'm going to talk about a different kind of misery. So we had we had this one trip we were going to do where it was like deep in the woods, like off the grid. You're not at a campground. You're not at a designated site. There was this this lake we went to. We loaded up the canoe with all of our gear. We wrapped our gear in trash bags. And then we canoed across the lake. And once you got to the other side, you hike in. Was it Mirror Lake? Did you go up to Mirror Lake? I I don't remember which lake it was. That's sounding that's but sounding it, pretty it, familiar. It's off the grid. Like there's no like there's no yeah, outhouse or anything not up like there. Yeah. So so we're we're out really there, pretty. and it's funny you say outhouse because we've established camp, and we've set everything up. You know, we've canoed across the lake. It's a miracle I made it, and I rode the boat. Uh, <laughs> so we set up all of our tent, and it's like, okay, I got to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? And the leaders like gestured around like the forest is our bathroom, Jamie. And I'm like, That's you just weird. told me the forest was our dinner plate. So <laughs> I don't have to pee. Like I've got to go number two. And they're like, yeah, here. And they handed me a roll of toilet paper. I said, this is part of it. Yes. <laughs> There's where, this is like a fourth. Where's the other third? Where do I go to poop? And like, I was just so concerned about where to poop. And then you go dig a hole. And you, you, then you cover it after you're done. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and so for a whole week, this was a five to seven day trip. Oh my gosh. I didn't poop for a whole week. I held it because I was too afraid to go. I'm like, I'm going to get fucking eaten by a bear. I'm not going to go shit by a tree. Like that's too, that's too, that's too much exposed to the wilderness. So I held it for a whole week. And that's the same way that you say you go up and do a hike. We we went to go find the lake that we were supposed to find. So it probably is Mirror Lake. It's beautiful. It's it's an awesome camp spot. Well, I would have loved to have seen it. We never found it. We yeah. We <laughs> oh had we had maps out and we were we, we were learning how to use the maps with our compass and we didn't learn very well because we didn't find it. What's my favorite when the scout leaders are like, "Hey, we're gonna teach you this skill," and then they don't have the skill, <laughs> so you're just lost in the woods. And we're we are literally lost at this point. Oh my gosh! And now we're out of water because we've been out looking for this lake for the entire day. So we're out of water, and our scout leader has to bust out his like emergency water filter. Oh my gosh! And there's a puddle in the middle of nowhere that's Stop. like you know green and mossy, and there's flies in it and shit. But we're all thirsty as hell, so he's pumping into a special filter that he promises isn't going to kill us. Someone had a little mix of the the country time lemonade that we like <laughs> put inside of it and kind of dilute the flavor of the moss. Oh. And so we're drinking this to survive so that we don't die. I've got to shit the whole time. We can't find this lake. Uh, one of our guys who was like the know-it-all the whole time, like, I know where it is. It's this way. But no one wants to listen to him because he was the weird kid in the group. Yeah, yeah, always. So he grabs his dad and they they took off. So we lost them. They ended up finding the lake and spending the whole day there and having, having a, fantastic a great time. Trip. <laughs> and they just fucking left us to drink out of the puddle um but so after the sun starts going down we're like we're gonna die out here so our scout leader pulls out his gps tracker at that point and 
all of us came unglued. You had that the whole okay. time. We could have found the lake, and I, Jamie, still has to poop. And so, anyways, it was it was miserable. But he, we had to use the GPS tracker to get back to camp because at this point we couldn't. And he still, even with his GPS tracker, couldn't find the lake. And that was before like they we were had, good like, phones yeah. that had like a map GPS tracker. Like nobody had like phones a, back then. Like if you had a cell phone back then, it was like the brick monster. Yes, exactly. Like you just didn't have them. So him having a GPS tracker was even oh even more fancy. So yeah, we were lost as shit out there and. That was such a bad experience for me. So, like, just talking about suffering at the Klondike. Yep, I suffered in a different way because I, I got home and I just remember being the most relieved to ever to see, see a, a toilet. toilet again. I was like, oh, thank God. I'm saved. My body, like, shuts that down, man. Anytime I travel, even now as an adult, <laughs> like, if I travel somewhere, my body's like, oh, we're not at home? Shut down the poop. Shut it down. Don't send anything out. Keep it all in. So by, like, day three of going anywhere, I'm always like, just please, please, <laughs> let me go to the bathroom, body, please. And I was like, are we home? Are we at our toilet? Then, sh- nope, maybe seal it up. Close her up. Yeah, that's me, too. And it's, it's probably from scouts. It's probably say, from it those scouts. Because scouts. we were like, I'm not pooping in the woods. Because well, I, I never did. I, I remember all, I went on tons and tons and tons. Never pooped in the woods. Never. Not once. It's scary. I remember sitting around the campfire mm. one time. What? I don't know if it's scary. Because, like, think of, like, a shrimp. And you go to pull the tail off and it's got a little poop in it. And you're like, ew. And you throw it away. That's what the bear is going to do when it sees you pooping. Like, it's not going to be like dinner. It's going to no, be like, ew. No way. So we're telling stories. One of our scout leaders was telling stories about bears. And I don't remember how it came up or why, but it was that yeah, bears are around in this area. And he started scaring the shit out of all these kids about yeah. bears. And so we're too afraid to go pee on our own. So a group of us were like, okay, let's just all go pee. We don't want to go too far. So we went back a couple of trees in the, you know, in the woods. And so we're like, okay, you go first. And so you know, the one guy goes off and he pees. Okay, switch. And then the other kid, it was his turn to go pee. And as he's peeing, a different scout leader who knew we were all scared shitless was walking back to camp <laughs> And came bursting out of the hedges like, wah! And so we all, wah! We took off running. Oh and the kid gosh. who was still peeing, he bolted <laughs> as pee was just flying. And he peed all over the side of one of the kid's tent. And he was so mad. Don't pee on my tent. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And so we all fought about who had to sleep in the pee corner for those two nights. Yep. Well, <clears throat> back, I guess, about your pee story. Me and Joe, when we went to Camp Maple, though, we were known for... Uh, walking around, and I don't know if both of you have been to Camp Maple, but it's a huge yeah. camp. It's massive. And so we walked around the whole entire thing by every single different <clears throat> ward, different scout troop, barefoot. That was We were known what? for doing that. Yeah. we. I don't know why we wanted to do it, but we started doing it. And I guess uh, me and Joe were, I don't want to say gross, but we were not the same uh, comparatively to most people, but if we had to be gross, yeah, what the hell? I don't know what that means either. I was like, you gave Jamie a, a, a look like no. he would get it. And I'm like, what? Uh, so when we would have to pee, we would literally just open the window or I guess the, the tent and just pee right in front of the tent and oh my walk God. on it in the morning. And we don't care. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Yeah. I got it. yeah gross. Yeah. That's very gross. Yeah. 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 But on this, on this barefoot walk, uh, Joe was just like, man, I got to pee. And I was in front of him. So I was just like, do it brother. I didn't think he was going to do this, but he peed like just right on my feet. And so I just like started running faster. Huh? And so I looked behind me and Joe's walking. I just see his penis and this stream of pee <laughs> coming at me <laughs> like Mach 10. This is the kind of shit that happens in scouts. Yeah, these are, these are the stories that I didn't tell. Yeah, I was going to say. I, these are the ones that I'm like, no, I was I'm just not saying say, these on the lines. I know there's more stories, but it, they're too incriminating <laughs> of too many people. Yeah, if you want to get drunk with me and hang out somewhere where it's not being recorded to the internet forever, I'll give you a ton of great stories. <laughs> but this is forever, my friend. So you only get the good one, or well, not the good, the behaved ones. No, we'll tell. But I'll I tell this story all day, every day. Just, just pee. Just, just <laughs> pee. All right, I get it. Just gross. All right, just pee. It's just pee. It's just pee. <laughs> good lord, where's the line? What is it about though? Pee, that, pee's the line. <laughs> what is it about the scoutmasters just loving scaring kids? I don't know. They love it though, especially kids who are already scared, like oh, me. Oh yeah. Like, I, I'm obviously, I've already established that I was a total sissy. I'm a lot more brave now, luckily. I kind of grew out of it. But, man, I was I was not, I was scared of fucking everything when I was a kid. Me too. And it gave me a lot of, I think that's what gave me anxiety as an adult. Like, let's be honest, so much of it stemmed from that. But we went on this, it was another winter trip where we had to snowmobile all of our shit into somebody's, someone in the, one of the leader's cabins where we were staying. And it was a big tradition that every year they would do... 
they would kind of kick off the whole year with a big night hike. And they had a specific trail that they would hike, and it was this big night hike. And they're oh yeah, they would but get like all in the, the kids snow? so excited about it. Mm-hmm. Boo. It was a specific trail that they would blaze every year, and it was tradition. You always did it. This is how it started. Pass. And I, I'm glad I was on high alert because I'm like, no, this is a fucking trap. They're gonna do something. They're gonna try and scare the shit out of us. I refuse to go. It's like, uh, uh-uh, I'm staying at the cabin. Like, you can't. We can't just leave you here alone. You have to go. It's like, I'm not doing it. Like, make me go. And I sat down, and they were not pleased that I wasn't playing along with their game. But sure enough, they one of the scoutmasters had a Bigfoot suit that he would wear. And oh this is my why gosh. it was tradition. Is he would come <laughs> barreling down the hill in his just Bigfoot roaring suit. at the kids and fucking tackle one of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I'm just like, you would have no. been that kid. That's why they were so pissed. You weren't going to go. Probably. Like, I was that the Terry boy squeal. <laughs> like, get him. There he is. That's the one who cries. Can't run very fast either. <laughs> no. Yeah. You see, he's rounded slow. Go for the guy. Get, go for the little one. The slow crying. It was just awful. Get the water, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sure enough, the kids get back in and they're marching and half of them just look fucking miserable because they just went on a five mile hike and then were chased by Bigfoot for half of it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, that's not fun for me. Ha <laughs> ha. No. So I stopped going to shit because of it. I'm like, no, I have no interest in going. And then one year it was this big youth group and it, they needed me to go they just had to have jamie be there because i guess i needed some spiritual guidance or something in my life i'm like i'm not going there the whole thing was to go river rafting down green river <laughs> i'm like fuck no what are right. you we're gonna go river rafting you don't know me at all You're like, right do you remember me in the rowboat with captain dipshit like i'm not doing that again especially with white rapids get you a want, life do you want me to tickle your nose with my fingers is that what you want is that what you want to stand one of our leaders, though, he was, for those of you who don't do the church thing, you you are assigned generally a pair of, they're, they're home teachers is what they're called. And they come to your home, they visit with you, they go over a lesson, and, and you mostly just, it's a good way to get to know people in the ward. And yeah. Kind of help each other out if you need stuff. And it kind of, I guess, social networking you, you, of church. You stuff. give them a little bit of Jesus, too. Like, they tell you something oh, yeah. about, like, okay, today's story is. And, yeah. You, but that's, like, five of the 35 minutes of the meeting or the visit. Right. And we had a we had a pair of, the, of teachers that we absolutely loved at our house. And we, we were just really good personally friends with them. And that's all it was. It was, like, 30 seconds of let's say a prayer and then we would bs and just chat coolest dude ever he happened to be one of the leaders in the youth and so he convinced me hey why don't we why don't you just go down you know you can hang out with me we'll have a good time like it'll be fine but let's get you down there and i was like okay fine i'll go so i i said i would go so i could hang out with this family friend of ours and (laughs) so they're setting up camp and they're like okay jamie which town are you gonna be in i'm like no i'm i'm sticking i We'll call him. I, I shouldn't use his real name. Give me a name, Russ. Bob. We already used Bob. Jim. Jim. Jim's so, going. So we've got Jim. No, I'm sleeping in Jim's tent. Like, Jim said I could come down and hang out with him. And they were all like, okay, but like, hang out with the kids, you know? And this was before there was any of the rules they have now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never thought about how weird it was that I was like, no, I'll sleep in Jim's tent with Jim. Right. And so I went and got all set up and he went in there and set his stuff down and got his sleeping bag rolled out. And he was like, sure, you don't want to hang with your friends? I was like, no, I'm good. Like, are you coming to bed soon? And he was like, yeah, I'll be there. It's like, okay. And so I grabbed my camera. Went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, though. But as a kid, I didn't think it was weird at all. Because to me, he was just a friend of ours. Yeah, he was just... But, of course, he's not going to sleep in the tent with one of the children that he's, you know, down there with. So... I woke up the next morning and I'm like, hey, you never like came to, you, you never went to bed last night. He's like, oh, I slept in my car. It's like, that's weird. Why? He's like, oh, I just thought it would be more comfortable. It's like, okay, okay that was kind of weird. Now but as an adult, you're like, yeah, got it. And then <laughs> one day I was just randomly at the supermarket just there and it hit me all of a sudden. It was like. Holy shit, of course he wasn't going to get in a oh tent gosh. with me as a child. <laughs> like, what the fuck was I thinking? How did I totally miss that? And then I felt really bad. I actually almost sent him an email that was like, dude, I'm sorry. I made you sleep in your car. <laughs> that must have been miserable. Thanks for being a good enough friend. Russell, thanks for both your stories. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm really hungover. And then I don't like interrupting people. Okay. Okay. Everybody be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> 
no, one of my stories that I remember, this is going back to the Klondike. This is how long I've been Ooh. waiting to say it. Jesus. <laughs> is this your first time on a podcast? Do you not know how to interject these stories naturally? No, I just like to listen most of the time. Oh, great. <laughs> That's real fun for our audience. I'm sure they love to listen to right. you listen. Right. Russell wants to be audience. Uh, th this one's about Joe again, and I don't, I don't remember if it was even the Klondike or just like If a... his dick's back out, I don't want to hear the story. <laughs> I might. <laughs> no, no. This one, uh, we were building a snow cave just because it was cool to... I, or a tunnel, I should say. So one of us was on one side, the other was on the other, and we were just trying to dig to each other. And we were actually so close to breaking through i was on one side hacking at it with the shovel and joe was on the other and i didn't know but he had got down to look through because you could actually see us through now i don't know if you've ever seen joe but he's got a scar right here on his eye you hacked his eye i did <gasps> i was going through and i just see this eye come down right as i was like midway through shovel and then i hit joe and i just hear no and i was like oh fuck joe's blind he's I fucking I blinded. took his eye out nope. with you terry's and stabbing people <laughs> shout out to mama terry <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's when I can I can never get that out of my head because every time I see Joe, I see that scar and I'm like, I put that there. You're welcome. My bad. Damn. I'd be like, bar fight. Like anyone that asked for it, bar fight. <laughs> right? Not my best friend shoveled me in the face as we were trying to tunnel to each other in the snow. Yeah. I felt really bad. Nerds. I I didn't really like camping, so we didn't go too often. And I missed, what the, what the hell is that long one? The Trek? Is that what it's called? Trek. Oh, yeah. I, I never did the Trek. Yeah. I, I happened to miss it. I turned 18 right before they left. But cool stories about Joe. Joe got like a blowjob on the way down and then a handjob on the way back. From two, Trek? Yeah. Wait, who two did? Two different women. Who did? What? <laughs> Joe. Oh, First, my God. He's such for a those, man ho. For those of you who don't know what the Trek is, the Trek is when we, so as Mormons, a lot of our heritage was the Pioneer Trek from Oregon, nope, to Oregon from uh, Missouri. Missouri. So, so they that we reenact it for whatever reason. It's like some god awful twenty mile hike <laughs> that you put pioneer clothes on and you pull hand, hand carts, carts and yeah. all the whole shebang. I've never done it. Me neither. Every because time they offered, I was like, no, that's stupid. My <laughs> reply was always, our ancestors did it so that we don't have to. <laughs> that's their burden to bear. Mine apparently is cussing. <laughs> yeah, I like it. He's he's Joe's a special boy. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the pioneers probably got a couple handies on the way down too. So <laughs> yeah, he's keeping it in good he's, flavor. He's really don't talk invested. about our ancestors <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh shit! If he wanted to be real invested, he'd get dysentery and die. Right? <laughs> it's like half the population. <laughs> However, if that happened to me on a trek, I'd probably keep going back. Like I do treks. <laughs> the first time I went that, I'd be like, I love trek. My parents would be like, Why are you asking when the trek is? Don't ask questions, mom and dad. I just want to go. Want to learn about our ancestors. <laughs> um. All right. Well, did anyone have any other stories? Any scout stories? I don't think so. I don't like talking about how how dickish I was, so I, I'm good. I want to hear it. I, I talked don't. about how I cried in a boat for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to tell stories about dicks, so that's why I've stopped. <laughs> so I got left. Well, we would just steal stuff. That's all. It was horrible. We'd steal ammo from the shotgun range and wouldn't use it. We don't fucking have shotguns. Right. But now nobody else could use it, and it was funny. We were just, we were just <laughs> those kinds of kids. I mean, like, pranks always happened. I wasn't taking part of them. I was... Sitting in my scoutmaster's tent, waiting for him to come <laughs> cuddle me. I don't know what I was. That's why he didn't come back. When you when you leaned over and said, "Hey, if you want to cuddle for warmth, when you come back, that's fine." Like, yeah, okay. Stuck in his car. Oh, well. Every I I guess that's the end of our stories. Then, if you don't want to tell any more stories about what you stole, Russ. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well. Well, at the end of every episode, we like to think back on um, what we learned because we like to tell our stories so that we can learn things. And um, so why don't we why don't we talk about what we learned? Balls. You learned balls. Yeah. Russ, you were part of Scouts. You saw them. It's not that you learned them. You saw that. We all have the stories. That's what I learned. Is that really what you yeah, learned? I think I saw more, more dicks than balls, but apparently I learned. I saw it all. Yeah. yeah, there were lots of balls. You just learned... Well, you maybe learned that in Scouts, but what did you learn here from today's episode? <laughs> Nobody's whipped their balls out here. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Uh, I learned to keep Russell away from anything valuable for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Joe's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Peeing on your feet and chasing you. Yeah. What? Well, I learned if you're scared enough of bears, you can hold in your poop for seven days. <laughs> Body will shut that down. Literally shut that shit down. <laughs> Literally, Literally shut that shit down. All right. Well, Russ, give us the social media shout out. Sure. If you do the social media thing, go ahead and follow us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just by searching No Time Like Bro Time or NTLBT. And Jesse, did you like the podcast today? It was fine enough. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> uh, if you like the podcast today, you guys make sure to go and uh, give us a good rating and go ahead and smash that like button and kindly press the subscribe button. I knew you would change that. that. <laughs> Verbally abused. How rude. How rude. Um, and I just wanted to, as always, thank our Patreon subscribers. We've already funded next season, so there will be a season two. That's fantastic. Yay! And a lot of people have requested that we have our mom on. So mom needs to come on and I'm be also, able to rebut. I was literally one of those requests. Yes, <laughs> yes, you were. And we've now have enough funding to purchase a fourth mic. So <laughs> we will have mom on probably for our Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, we hope you liked today's episode. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, I'm mom's favorite. And since Steven's still gone, I am dad's favorite. And I'm everyone's favorite. <laughs> Don't do it, Nasty. Be a good boy. Be good in the world. Yay! One successful podcast. You sound off, my friend. That's because I'm hearing me through Russell. Yeah, I don't yeah, know this one. what's going on. Test one, two, three. Can Anything you but fucking that. <laughs> what did you just do? I just put my mouth by the mic and went... I'm trying to do sound levels, and this guy's <laughs> licking his mic like he's fucking... Here, that's one, two, three. Do that thing. Do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is, do you hate that? Because if you had to listen to it a hundred times when you're editing the show, <laughs> that's my life. That's what Russell and Steven just do the whole time. They just make nasty boy noises into the mic, and I have to, I have to listen to it a hundred times as I cut it out.